We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. As the Bible says, be imitators of God. Follow him, copy him as their children imitate their fathers. We are to be imitators of God. That means that there is an authority and a power that we carry. I said authority and power. Let me, let me um, um, kind of distinguish between the two. There are two words that talk about power in Scripture. One is the word uh, dunamis. Say dunamis. Say it again. Say dunamis. Uh, this is the word um, that we get dynamo and dynamite from. It talks about explosive power. Uh, a better way to understand dunamis is a gun. That's dunamis. That's power that you can feel. You don't want to feel it, but you can feel it. Uh, there's another type of power called exousia. Say exousia. I know it feels funny. It's a Greek word. Say exousia. Now, I don't want you to go in the way tomorrow and tell everybody I got exousia. You're going to sound crazy, all right? Exousia, this word for power, is the word authority. Now, to better understand this word, while dunamis is the gun, exousia is the badge. Talking about a police officer now, to get it. The, the, the police officer, uh, there is a badge that represents his authority and a gun that represents his power. They must work together. You don't want to give someone dunamis who don't have exousia. You don't want to give somebody a gun that ain't old enough and mature enough and seasoned enough to handle the gun. And on the flip side, you don't want to give somebody authority and nothing to enforce the authority. Right? Because, uh, all right, this is the perfect example that we like, um, especially in this country for a long time, we changed it now, but for a long time, we would have security guards with searchlight and walkie-talkie and badge carrying on like they get gun. All right, if you were securing here, please, security, don't get mad at me. But it's some, but some security guards, when they put on that uniform, None, <laughs> and that, that little crest on the it even embodies the crest. And they got a little crest and a little search light. They carry on like there's Rambo. <laughs> Top flight. <laughs> I mean, like, like, hold, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. You, you do have.
have some authority, but you ain't got no dunamis. Good God Almighty. And for a long time, we were developing Christians that got the right words to say, but ain't got no power to back it up. Had a lot of Christians that had all kind of authority. I'm a man of God. I'm a woman of God. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, but I'm powerless. Hmm. This, this, um, oh my God, can I give you an example of this? This is a painful one. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 4. Sorry, I did good for you, sir. Sorry. 1 Samuel chapter 4. This is so crazy. Anybody get a paper, paper Bible? Nobody. No, Jesus. Everybody's so technical. Thank you, Brian. Brian, I'm I so glad somebody in church said. Paper Bible. Look at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. This, this is a saved Bible. Look at all these highlights here. Yes, sir. This is a good Bible. First Samuel chapter 4. I want to show you something. I want to show you how exousia look without, without dunamis. Here it is. You ready? First Samuel chapter 4. Here's what it says. And um, verse number 2. And the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel, and they joined the battle. Israel was smitten before the Philistines. Israel was smitten before the Philistines. Israel supposed to be us, the church. The Philistines is the enemy. And the text says, Israel was smitten before the Philistines. We have a problem. Because we ain't supposed to lose. Say that. Say, we ain't supposed to lose. That don't mean we don't. We ain't supposed to. Okay, anyways, keep on going. So anyway, so they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. Say 4,000 men. That's very important. Say 4,000. I don't want you to mix that. All right? And when the people were coming to the camp, the elders of Israel... Um, said, Wherefore hath the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us, it may save us out of the hand of the enemies. So the people went to Shiloh, that they might bring from thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of the host, which dwelleth between the uh, cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the ark of the covenant. Keep on reading, Denzel. Okay, good. Ready? Read. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, read Denzel, all Israel shouted with a great shout so that the earth rang again. So, right? So they got the Ark of the Covenant and they started shouting. They shout so much till they started an earthquake. The text says they shouted so loud that the earth began to ring. One of the contexts says the earth began to shake. That's a lot of church. Oh, that's a real kind of church. Oh, they were churching and they were shouting. They were tearing things up. And look at the text says, the earth rang again. Watch this. Verse 6. This is it right here. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, what made it this noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the ark of the Lord was coming to the camp. So they heard the shout and they say, oh boy, we're in trouble now. We in trouble now, the, 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 the Hebrews, the children of God, the church, they got their power. They can tear us up now. Go to this next verse. Oh my goodness, verse number seven. And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is coming to the camp. They saw the badge. They saw the badge. They saw the uniform. They saw the crest. And they said, 
Woe unto us. We ain't never seen security this big. They said, woe unto us. There's a lot of security. Oh, God. We have not seen this kind of thing here to fall. Lord God, there's plenty of security, God. Code of verse 8. Woe unto us. Who shall deliver us from all of them? These are the ones that smote the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. In other words, they look like police. Oh, shucks. They dress and look like police, and if you look at them fast, you think there's police with gun. They friends, but they ain't family. So they got the police look. They look like armed forces. But they really only have a searchlight in the walkie-talkie. But they look like they got power. Please don't miss the next voice. Go to voice number nine. Be strong and quit yourselves like men, O ye Philistines, that you be not servants unto the Hebrews as they have been to you. Quit yourselves like men and fight. Go to the next verse. And the Philistines fought somewhere along the line in verse 9. Someone says, they only secure. They look like soldiers, but they only security. They look like they armed, but they only making noise. Now, let's read it together. Ready? Read. And Israel was smitten. Hold on, wait a minute. One more time, read it again. And the Philistines fought, and Israel was smitten. Lord, one more time. And All the right, the Philistines is the enemy. The Israelites is the church. So substitute those two words. Ready, go. And the enemy fought, and the church was smitten. My God. And how bad were they smitten? And they fled every man into his tent. Uh-huh. And there was a very great slaughter. So they wasn't just spin, they get beat back. And how many people died? 30,000 footmen. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me understand this. Go back to verse 2. Read it. Please. And the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. And when they joined battle, uh -huh. Israel was smitten before the Philistines. And they slew of the army in the field uh -huh. about 4,000 men. How much? 4,000. All right, so out of security uniform, 4,000 died. 4,000 men died. Go back to verse number 10. Fully dressed, in uniform, Looking like they have authority. Read the text. Verse 10. And the Philistines fought, and Israel was smitten, and they fled every man into his tent. And there was a very great slaughter, uh -huh. for there fell of Israel 30,000 footmen. So the first go round, how many people died? 4,000. Second go round, how much? 30,000. When you function with exousia outside of Dunamis, you will suffer greater loss. When you pretend to have something that you do not have. Because your authority is only as potent as the dunamis that's backing it up. 
And we in the body of Christ have a lot of mouth but no backup. So when the text tells us to be imitators of God, that doesn't just mean to talk like God talked. We got to do like God did. And one of the challenges with the believer today is that we really, we only form. I'm, 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 I was born, I was born saved, you know, so. So I was born saved, you know, I was, you know, me and Cindy was born saved. So, so we ain't nobody. I guess in our days it's St. Pauli girl. Wait, Colt 45. <laughs> in the can, the white can, Lord Jesus. I know about it though, but I know about it. Um, ain't nobody is, is by no bear to drink the foam. You, you buy the drink to drink the drink, not the foam. But the challenge is the church is being caught up on foam. For me. No depth, no substance. And see, before long, there will arise someone to say, don't mind them. They only make a noise. That's why this word, uh, y'all still with me? That's why this word is so important to be imitators of God, um, that we are to not just have the look, but we should want to portray the power. We don't want to just look like it. We won't be it. We got to move to another level of existence and realize that Jesus is the example for how we should be living our lives. The power that Jesus executed in the earth should be the same power that we execute in the earth. Can you please repeat after me? Stop taking yourself for light. Say that. Man, you heavier than you realize. Glory to God. You behaving like you was friends. Stand up, friend. Stand up, friend. Stand up, friend. You, you behaving like you was her, but you really is me. Now, now that's a big difference. Yeah. So you can't be acting like you was her. Beautiful, slim, and trim. You'll be like me. Beautiful, big, and strong. Oh, you don't say You know I'm beautiful. Don't get it wrong. No, I am beautiful. But, but, but this is who you are in God. And a lot of us, we're maximizing to be her size. When Father is saying, "Said I'm beautiful," when Father is saying that this is where you should start, you bigger than you acting. You are greater than you behaving. Glory to God. He says, be imitators of me. If he said, be it, that means you could be it. God never called you to be anything that's not in you. Say it again, Denzel. God never called you to be anything that is not in you already. Everything that he called you to be, he put it in you. See, because he's rest from his work, so he ain't working to put that in you. Good God Almighty. He, he didn't finish all the work he needs to do. So everything that you need to be who you've called you to be is already in you. You just got to let it come out of you. So, so we must, beloved. We must accept this as truth. This must become our reality. We got to reprogram our minds to know that we've been empowered to imitate God. I shared something when I was at the prison two weeks ago, and um, I, I feel led to just remind my sisters of this and those of you in the room who weren't there, I'll say this to you. See, 
being like God means, oh my God, that sometimes what you create ends up in a mess. Do I need to show them the scripture so they can see it? Go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. See, see, don't let life try to convince you that you're not like God. Don't allow the mess you make to tell you you ain't like God no more. Because even what God created became a mess. Genesis 1 and 1. This, this, um, this Dallas word. Yeah. I told the prisoners this story. I told them that um, I was leaving to go uh, uh, to speak at the prison, and uh, I had nothing to preach. I told you this. I had nothing to preach. Where Dallas is? I told you about Dallas. Where Dallas? That boy sleeping, Lord. That boy tired. He didn't vary. If the Lord didn't use him up, he didn't just, he didn't just wiped out. He here somewhere laying down. Dallas, I said, Dallas, I need a word. Well, actually, I lied. I went to Mopi. I said, Mopi, I got to go preach. What the Lord saying to you? Nothing. She ain't got no word for me. I said, anyway, let me go to the next rev. I got an office full of revs. So I should be straight. Go on the next rev. I said, rev, Delton, what the Lord saying? Oh, boy. So left two people, David, Dallas. <laughs> me and David ain't there yet. So I really fooled him. I go on to Dallas and say, Dallas, I need a word. What is the Lord saying to you, Dallas? Dallas, I need a scripture. What you got? Dallas says, Uncle, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1 and 1. I said, Dallas, got it. That's the word Dallas gave me. So turn there. Turn there. I was going to sow in Dallas life. He's sleeping, so I ain't got to sow no more. Genesis 1 and 1. Here's, huh? You take it? <laughs> here's it, here's it, here's it. What, read, what is, read, read Dallas' text again. In the beginning. Everybody, God, ready? Read. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Who created it? God. Who created it? God. Everything that God made was what? Good. Everything that God made was what? Good. All right. Who made the earth? Go to verse 2. And the earth was without form you lie. and void. You lie. Go on to verse 1. Who created the heaven and the earth? God. Read verse 2. And the earth was without form and void. You lie. Because everything that God made was what? Okay. All right. Read that in the message. Read verse 2 in the message. First, you, you, you can figure it out. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, and inky blackness. Read it again. Earth was a soup of nothingness. It's for soup in the message. Uh -huh. A bottomless emptiness uh -huh. and inky blackness. Who made that? Everything that God made was what? This means that as an imitator of God, Sometimes you will make good things that turn out bad. And you can't allow when good things to turn out bad to make you doubt whether you are still in the image and likeness of God. Some of you, because, can I give this to you all again? I gave this to you all already, but they didn't hear it, so I'm going to give it to them. So you all feel like it's good, like you all never heard it before, okay? Right, so, so here it is. You, you cannot allow when your good turns bad for you now to cancel and question whether you are still an imitator of God. 
one more time there. So you cannot allow the fact that your good creation went south. Okay, how many of you honestly have made some good things that you don't know what happened, but it turned down? And you took your time this time. You took your time. You didn't rush. You did everything. You pray first. Because the last couple of times you didn't pray. This time you pray. You, you turn your plate down. My God. You, before you open it, you say, And then you, you was careful. Make it make sense, Dan. So, all right. They invited you on a date from March. You ain't gone till July because you was waiting on God. I know. I come in. I come in. I come in. You waited. You waited because I want to hear God. I want to hear God. And you say, I got to release in my spirit. And then you open your life to them. And they was the devil. An animal. And you said, hold on. I did everything right. Sometimes you do everything right. And it has turned into a soupy, what? A soupy nothingness. What else it turned into? A, a bottomless bottom. emptiness. And an inky blackness. Well, motto. But Sonia has the tripping out thing. That in the midst of soupy nothingness, bottomless emptiness, inky blackness, God's spirit still moves. Y'all don't even know when to respond. Jesus, Lord of mercy. That God's spirit will still move on that mess. Y'all thought you had to fix the mess for the spirit to move. You thought you had to clean up the nothingness soup. Glory to God. That you had to wipe out the inky blackness. That you had to fill the pit. And God says, you ain't got to fix none of that. My spirit, Lord Jesus, will still come in to that situation. Glory to God. And not just come, but brood over it. In other words, he will make himself comfortable in your mess. That's when you take on your godness. So you stop allowing the mess you create to cause you to question who you are in God. Nothing the devil likes to do more than to cause us to question our godness because of what's in front of us. So all of a sudden I start believing I ain't that safe no more. I start questioning the love of God. All that, oh, the overwhelming, never ending. I start questioning that now. I probably didn't mess up too much. I probably didn't do too bad. You know what? I didn't go on to the point beyond return. And now God is, and this is the one we like, this one. The church, I used to do this to myself. Lord God, I used to do this to me. I don't know if you used to do this. This was, I born in church. All I know is church. And that's why my mind was so messed up. Because when all you know is church, it can mess your mind up. You become very religious. If I wake up out of bed and I buck my pinky toe on the bed frame, I try to remember what I did wrong. Okay, y'all don't do that. Y'all see, I, that's all I know is straight. Listen, listen. If, if my pinky toe hit there, when I, I, I ow! Oh, that's because I did that last night. Start, try to start my car. The battery dead. Oh, I made that person a promise. I didn't keep the promise. Now God getting me back. 
So we live in this place of condemnation where everything that goes wrong is the Lord punishing us because we did, boy, if I didn't, if I should have, I didn't answer that person, yes, sir. If I had say yes, sir, this wouldn't happen to me. If I didn't this, this would have happened. And so you now live in this life where you're accusing yourself, where you are so condemned, where you are so in bondage, and that's where the devil wants you to be, and it feels holy. It feels like you have a passion to live right, but you don't know that you're right under the devil's finger. Glory to God, because he wants you to live in condemnation when God says you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus he wants you to know who you are in him but the devil says no 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 see because if you start really believing that you still have the image of God in the soupy mess then you can be in the mess and say thank you Holy Ghost You will be in the mess where darkness is all around you. Glory to God. When your heart is overwhelmed and you should be depressed, but in the midst of the mess, you in there. Thank you, God, because he never left me. Thank you, because you are a very present help in my time of trouble. Thank you, God, that your goodness is running after me. It's running after me and nothing in your life showing goodness, but you don't allow what's happening around you to dictate what's happening in this space because you have the mind of Christ. Glory to God. And you know you function as a Thank you for tuning in to the Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.